Hacks is back for season three, and so is the official Hacks podcast. In each episode, Hacks creators Lucia Agnello, Paul W. Downs, and Jen Statsky speak with cast and crew members to unpack the Emmy-winning comedy series. You'll hear Hannah Einbinder and Gene Smart speak to their on-screen dynamic, along with stories from the show's writer's room, on-set antics, and creating the world that Deborah and Ava inhabit. Watch Hacks, streaming exclusively on Max, and listen to the official Hacks podcast on Max or wherever you get your podcasts. <clears throat> AT&T connects an ode to podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. Ten more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news. Sports talk. Comedians or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work in traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories. Change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. You know you've got a comeback in you. When you take the next step, you're going to make it count. For your career, for your family, for your life. You can earn a degree you're proud of with Purdue Global. Purdue Global is backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected and innovative public universities. This is your chance. This is your opportunity. This is your comeback. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Motherfucking mini-episode. Mini-episode. Motherfucking mini-episode. Yep, 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 there it is, there it is, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another phenomenal mini-episode, a mini-episode of My Mama Told Me, the podcast where we dive deep, deep into the pockets of black conspiracy theories, and we finally work to prove the theories that you, the listeners, have at home. Bitch, I've been gone, but I'm back like cook crack, that's right. I I had to to take a little bit of a hiatus on the mini episodes. I'm in the middle of filming something very wonderful, a show called Bust Down that my friends and I have been making for quite a while, and uh, it's kicking my ass. It's taking all of my free time away from me, so I haven't had a chance to sit down and talk to you, you beautiful fucks, the way I want to. But guess what, idiots? I'm back, and I'm ready to talk that shit. I'm ready to dig into your theories, the shit that you believe in, all the the erotic fan fiction that lives in your head. I'm ready to do this, and boy, do we have an exciting one today. A a person, dare I say, a human being named uh, Devin. I think it's Devin. It might be Devon. I don't know. If I listen back to the message, I'll probably have a better sense of how to pronounce this person's name, but they sent me a message, and I'm going to play it for you now. Hey, Langston, this is Devin. First off, I want to say I'm a huge fan of the podcast, and I've also been a huge fan of you since I saw you as bootleg Hawkeye and the boys. I'm surprised you didn't also get nominated for an Emmy like the rest of the cast, but I guess you win some, you lose some. Not sure why. But anyway, on the conspiracy. So, my mama told me that the reason why Michael Jackson had a high pitched voice for all his life was because Joe Jackson cut off his balls when he was younger. Now, I want to make this very clear I don't believe this shit one bit. One, because it's stupid. And second, because the person who told me had a really bad lisp, 
so I probably heard it wrong. And second, he's also one of those people who didn't think COVID exists. So what my question is, where the fuck did this conspiracy come from? Was this dude just crazy as hell? Or is this something that's, you know, in the Black conspiracy ecosystem? Again, thanks again, and keep up the good work. Well, 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 Devin, or should I say piece of shit who who took multiple shots at me for no fucking reason. First of all, my character is not bootleg Hawkeye. He's Eagle the Archer. He is maybe cooler than Hawkeye because he doesn't beat his wife like the real Hawkeye. Second of all, (laughs) second of all, domestic violence, not funny. But boy, was that joke silly to me. So, uh, you know, you win some, you lose some. And why why bring up the Emmy nominations of all things, Devin? God damn it. I want an Emmy, but I'm probably not going to get an Emmy for a three to four episode guest role. But you didn't have to mention the fact that I didn't get nominated. It is what it is. And third of all, lists do not have to be bad things. I'm trying to make peace with the list that I have. And I know when you brought that up, you were bringing it up with it, knowing that I'm sensitive about the fact that I can't pronounce my S's and P's correctly. You're a mean piece of shit, Devin. You're a garbage fuck. But thank you so much for sending us this conspiracy theory. It is, in fact, an exciting one. And I have to say, in doing this research, this this question of whether or not Michael Jackson was castrated as a child is not as insane as this anti-vaxxer, anti-COVID, whatever person is making it seem. It actually has, it's got some legs under it, some some little legs, because they're prepubescent legs, so they ain't really grown that much. You know what I mean? <laughs> okay, so let's start at the basics here, because... Because this is a lot. Michael Jackson apparently may be may have been castrated by his father, thus leaving him with this this childlike voice for the rest of his life. Historically, let's start here. Historically, castration has been used as a tool for controlling the bodies of young boys before puberty takes hold. The three main reasons for castration are number one, to render men, slaves or servants more docile. They're apparently less aggravated or or wanting to be free when they ain't got no nuts, right? The second reason is to punish criminals and to thwart the impulses of sex offenders. For example, castration, and this is a fucked up interpretation of this suggestion, but castration was briefly performed, castrations, excuse me, were briefly performed on gay men in the 1920s for gay conversion therapy. Basically, castrated men allegedly were freed from their darkest sexual impulses and become much easier to control. Apparently, when a dude ain't horny no more, he's real likable. And he, I guess uh, being horny for men was not ideal in the 1920s, so they were willing to cut people's balls off to make sure that they didn't feel that way anymore. But the final example of the way that castration is used, and this is the, the one that most closely relates to our conversation around Michael Jackson, castration also showed up in Italy in the 16th century to prevent young boys singing voices from changing due to puberty. They're called castridae 
or castrados, which are like male sopranos. In order to preserve the prepubescent voice in boys, the procedure must happen before puberty and not after. So they were basically cutting off boys' balls so that they could uh, sing in a boys' choir in front of men who would eventually sexually molest them. It's a sick game they were playing with these children. <laughs> And none of it makes me feel good. And so I just kind of try to laugh through it because, boy, is this shit dark. Anyway, the latter, the whole castrati or uh, castrados, the latter, those people are associated with Michael Jackson because of his strangely childlike voice, which he kept all the way up until his death, which some claim would only that voice that Michael Jackson had would only truly be attainable through medical intervention. Now, those some that claim it are mostly Reddit users and weirdos. But Michael is designated based off of whatever, like, I guess, the the magical ears that these these music people have. There are people who say that Michael Jackson's voice is a somewhat unique one in that he has what's referred to as a high tenor which allowed him to cover three or four octaves. And that's not an impossible thing for an adult man. There, there are a few examples of other famous singers who were able to do it, but challenging for the average post-pubescent person, if that makes sense. That's not, a, that's not an easily attainable feat. And yet Michael Jackson was able to do it. The first suggestion now of Michael Jackson's chemical castration, because we should make that distinction. Your friend, Devin, who sounds like a a decent human being, who's being very patient with you and your shit personality, Devin, but the friend of yours who mentioned Michael Jackson's castration referred to him having his balls cut off. While would be funny, I guess, uh, in terms of imagery, I'm imagining adult Michael Jackson and very Kitty cat like old Joe Jackson with some scissors chasing this boy around the house so he could cut them balls off. But the castration that actually is at least suggested to have happened to Michael Jackson is not a physical castration with the removal of the testicles, but instead a chemical castration, which means taking a number of medicines, which is meant to basically trick the body into thinking the balls don't exist. By cutting off the testicles, you are essentially cutting off 95% of the body's ability to produce testosterone. By chemical castration, you're able to basically trick the body into the same results while still allowing the person the dignity of having testicles, which I don't know that I would want testicles anymore if I can't be horny with them. It's not like they're like uh, convenient. They get in the way of quite a few things. They're not the coolest looking part of the body. I think, you know, the penis, I'm I like my penis. I'm I'm cool with that. I'll keep it. You know what I mean? In pictures and stuff. It looks cool. It 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 fits. But the the balls, the balls don't add much I, as far as I'm concerned. And I could see myself without it. It'd sort of be like going from an iPhone 7 to an iPhone 10. You know what I mean? Just sleeker and and smoother, I think. Just more more of what what you think you need even though you didn't know you needed it until after you lose it. That's that's the vibe I'm going for. Anyway, Michael Jackson was supposedly chemically castrated by his father, who chemically castrated him by introducing acne medications, by basically slipping 
chemical castration roofies into Michael Jackson's acne medications when he started to break out as a young boy. Hacks is back for season three, and so is the official Hacks podcast. In each episode, Hacks creators Lucia Agnello, Paul W. Downs, and Jen Statsky speak with cast and crew members to unpack the Emmy-winning comedy series. You'll hear Hannah Einbinder and Gene Smart speak to their on-screen dynamic, along with Hacks writer and actor Pat Regan, on how their improv experience helped them when shooting scenes and what it was like writing scripts for specific actors. You'll also hear from crew members like the costume designers on what it was like creating the world that Deborah and Ava inhabit. Hear stories from the show's writer's room, on-set antics, and more. Watch Hacks streaming exclusively on Max and listen to the official Hacks podcast on Max or wherever you get your podcasts. This is it. Your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of, a degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. <clears throat> AT&T connects an ode to podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. Ten more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news. Sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work in traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories. Change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. Now, the first suggestion of Michael's chemical castration comes from French doctor and opera lover, Elaine Bruchard, Bruch, Branchero. Let's say Branchero. That's how I'm going to refer to this motherfucker. And if that's not correct, I'm so sorry, Mr. Branchero. I'm sure you're dead, but your ghost lives on with me. And uh, I hope that your ghost is okay with the pronunciation that I came up with. But opera lover, Elaine Branchero, who told Medical Express that Michael Jackson's voice was clearly the voice of a castrato. He did all this research. Apparently, he just loved the opera so much that he could listen to a song and be like, that motherfucker ain't got no balls. I can hear it. He also suggests that Michael Jackson could have been given the anti-male hormone Cipriterone as an acne treatment, which Branch Rowe said Michael Jackson complained about receiving at age 12. So he complains about taking this drug, which subsequently is the thing that turns him into a boy forever. Now, this leads us to the heart of the conspiracy theory, right, which is Joe Jackson giving him these drugs to keep him as a young boy, which is a pretty, I guess, it just seems like a risky choice on the part of Joe Jackson. 
You know what I mean? He's sitting here with a fucking gold mine of a of a child. Couldn't be a more talented human being on the earth at that point. And you're thinking, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to risk it all to give this kid an experimental drug to make sure that he stays a kid instead of seeing what this body potentially could turn into. And I don't, you know, I don't I don't know enough about how much control you have with chemical castrations, but I have to assume it's not like you can completely keep a, a person from growing. You don't you're not stunting them or trapping them in that body forever. You're just making them grow weird now. So it just sounds like a risky fucking choice on the part of Joe Jackson. In fact, to that point, the drug is said to also thwart body hair from growing and affects the bones, leaving the body with a slight frame, but a large chest. So basically, you grow up real skinny with, with I guess, uh, a football player, titties. I don't know. I'm not fully understanding what that means. The treatment effectively keeps a child's larynx all his life in a man's body. Later, that old branch row bitch wrote a book called Michael Jackson, The Secret of the Voice, even though he never met Michael Jackson and uh, didn't know shit about his nuts. But he wrote it in French and uh, a lot of people, I guess, read it. And now some claim that this theory doesn't make any sense. Right. This whole branch row argument doesn't make any sense because the, the drug that was suggested that Michael Jackson used was still in clinical trials in the early 1970s when Michael would have been of age for his transition through puberty, right? So it would not have been readily available. It wasn't just on the market for people to use. Still, in my mind, it is possible that with the Jackson's uh, resources, they might have had access to a drug well before it was available to the public. Now, many conspiracy theorists have used this as proof in explaining not only Michael Jackson's childlike behavior and voice, but also the reason why he couldn't have sexually assaulted all those kids. You know, they're saying like, hey, the man's nuts didn't work. He, he literally couldn't have had sex because of his castration, which means he couldn't have sexually assaulted these, those kids, which means we can still listen to Heal the World without any irony whatsoever. That said, I did some research and there is a fair amount of evidence that people can still fuck even after castration, right? Because only 95% of the testosterone is cut off in the body, you can still find your way to getting hard and doing whatever it is you need to do to, with another person, ideally, and I guess in this case, to another person, if that's uh, the sick type of person you are. Now, there also is evidence that you can counteract the chemical castration to some extent. I think a, a fair amount of permanent damage is done, but you can counteract some of that chemical castration by taking testosterone as supplements. Here's where things get even more interesting, is that Conrad Murray, the doctor who spent two years, you, you guys know Conrad Murray, you love Conrad Murray. Everybody loves Conrad Murray. He's our, he's our best friend. You know him best from uh, the two years in prison he spent for murdering Michael Jackson. <laughs> you know that doctor that gave him too much propofol and uh, murdered him? Well, Conrad Murray came out in 2016 to confirm that Michael Jackson had opened up to him about being castrated with fake acne drugs by his father. Conrad Murray actually uh, went on a long rant 
where he shamed Joe Jackson. He said, Joe Jackson, you're a bad guy. You should be ashamed of yourself. How could you? Meanwhile, he had murdered his son. (laughs) This world is insane and we're all going to die silly. Anyway, Conrad Murray comes out and says that Michael Jackson had opened up to him about all of this stuff. And he later even wrote a tell-all book called This Is It. The Secret Lives of Dr. Conrad Murray and Michael Jackson, where he detailed all of the Jackson's family's secrets, including the fact that Joe Jackson had abused his children so bad that he literally changed their chemical makeup. Anyway, do I think, to your question, Devin, to to your larger concern, do I actually think that Michael Jackson was chemically castrated? I do not. I don't actually believe that that uh that Joe Jackson had the intelligence or even the the know-how to chemically castrate his son. I do think that if you beat the shit out of a kid enough, their voice will turn into something they did not expect and you did not expect. And for whatever reason, Joe Jackson punched Michael Jackson in the chest and face and penis maybe often enough that it, it fucked up his brain chemistry and his behavior and turned him into the person that we now recognize as one of the greatest pop artists of all time. One or two more punches and he probably would have turned into a mall shooter. But you hit him the right amount of times, I guess, Joe, and uh, you got yourself a pop star. So I don't know. It's all pretty fucked up. It makes me sad. I will also say that there's a fair amount of sickos out there, and this part really fucked me up, who said that Joe Jackson potentially chemically castrated his son because he recognized that he was a pedophile at a young age and had to do something about it. And this was his way of not only keeping Michael Jackson from sexually assaulting kids in the future, but also keeping him as a the emerging star that he he was. So, you know. It all just seems to be a constant effort to preserve the humanity and heroics of people who probably don't deserve that kind of love. Maybe we should just uh, like the music that they make and and avoid dealing in the the human trash that they they sometimes are or not. I don't know. It's not for me to decide. I just be talking on a on a microphone and there's a possibility you guys will want to get rid of me someday for the stupid shit that I say. So I'm not going to sit here and judge anybody. I will say Conrad Murray, fuck you. I think that's fair. I think we can all agree on Conrad Murray. Fuck Conrad Murray. Everybody else, everything else is up for grabs, but fuck Conrad Murray. And uh, that's it. That's everything I got for you guys. This has been a, a dark deeply saddening episode, <laughs> mini episode of My Mama Told Me. Glad I came back to to make us all feel bad. Uh, if you want to send me conspiracy theories about the voices of pedophiles, please send them to mymamapod at gmail.com. I would love to hear from you. And as always, subscribe, uh, comment, uh, review. I don't know how this works, but but damn it, you do. And you have the power in your hands. Please don't be selfish. Review my shit. Review my shit because my ego needs it. Otherwise, I'll chemically castrate you. Ah, I can't say that. I'm so sorry. Okay, bye. Motherfucking mini episode. Mini episode. Motherfucking mini episode. Motherfucking mini episode. Mini episode. Motherfucking mini episode. Mama.
Are you looking for the perfect move-in ready home this spring season? Now's the time to buy at Fisher Homes. For a limited time only, enjoy below market interest rates starting at 5.375% APR, 6.139% APR. With these exclusive lower rates, you can save hundreds on a move-in ready home and start enjoying the benefits of home ownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with one of our new home specialists at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Financing provided by Victory Mortgage, LLC, NMLS 461249, Equal Housing Lender. Do you love fashion? Do you love getting compliments on how well you're dressed? Are you always seeking the latest trends? Then we're talking to you. BostonProper.com is your fashion destination and the only place to go for all those nods, head turns, and new styles. No matter the day, season, or occasion, Boston Proper has what you're looking for. Sophisticated, confident clothing designed to flatter and get noticed. So visit BostonProper.com now and start creating your perfect wardrobe. Boston Proper. Wear it like no one else. Tired of restless nights? At Lisa, we know good sleep is essential for mental, physical, and emotional health. From memory foam mattresses to hybrids that keep you cool all night long, Lisa's mattresses offer exceptional comfort and support with free delivery and 100 nights to try out your mattress in the comfort of your home. For a limited time, save up to $700 off select mattresses plus two free pillows. Go to lisa.com slash iHeart for an additional $50 off mattresses and select goods. Exclusions apply. See lisa.com for more details.